The mystery of truth beckons us towards integrating love, beauty, kindness, and away from deception, collusion, and pain. Yet we are so easily distracted from truth because we listen to others, but not to ourselves. So says today's guest, who we will meet in just a moment. Hello, everyone. I'm Pamela Brewer, welcoming you to Mind Talk. Today's guest is Pooja A.J. Thompson. Pooja is a holistic therapist and interfaith minister, and she is also a workshop leader in her native Scotland, as well as the USA. And she visits with us today to discuss her latest book, Track Your Truth, Discover Your Authentic Self. Pooja, welcome to Mind Talk. Thank you. Glad to be here. Pooja, you heard me share a quote from Track Your Truth just a moment ago in which you said, truth beckons us towards love and beauty and away from deception, collusion, and pain. And then you say that we live in a time when we are constantly bombarded with lies and half-truths. So it kind of sounds a bit bleak. Is there hope? Oh, yes, because individuals can keep making changes in their life. I've gone through many changes myself, and each time there's, there are decisions to be made, and we can go towards our truth and then towards other people, or we can fudge or we can make this, uh, you know, the little white lies that are kind of insidious. And that then goes to a, a, a place where we're not connected. In saying that we live in a time when we are constantly bombarded with lies and half-truths, are you referring to America? Are you referring to your native land of Scotland? Are you referring to the just kind of the world in which we live? I think everywhere there's that choice between um, truth and untruth, deception. You know, in Britain, people were asked to vote about Brexit without knowing what was happening. And currently it's in a state of uh, a mess, not knowing what's going to happen, whether to leave the union or not. Now in America, we are have a president that has been tracked with lies. And it's very difficult to assert one's truth. But... We all can, and that's the journey. I believe we can all be detectives to find out what works and what doesn't in our own lives and thereby make steps towards having an open conversation and a truth-telling. You know, you, you make a point which I could certainly relate to when you say that confrontation and arguments have been replacing open, non-judgmental dialogue in much of our civil discourse on television, radio, social media, and the Internet. And I think back to the the times um, with with some longing, but not entirely, when the news was really the news and the anchors were not to inject their own personal anything into the telling, you know, it was the facts and just the facts. And and those days have truly left us behind. I agree that we are having to make our own judgments from only hearing one position depending on which newscast you listen to. 
And so the country is very much divided in two. And that's very dangerous because democracy involves all of us. As a matter of fact, I've been in this country for 40 years or so, and I only became an American citizen this last year because my voice as a citizen is needed because I realized I wasn't using my vote. And now, uh, you know, with the wave of women coming up, I think this is particularly a women's issue, that we've been living in a male-dominated culture for a long time, and we have to find our voice and our own truths and express it. Absolutely. And, you know, what's what's so interesting, just talking about men versus women, women have been taught to, just from forever almost, to notice their emotions, to be mindful of the emotions of others, not necessarily to talk about it, but at least to notice it, but be quiet about it very often. Men, of course, were often taught that they didn't have any emotions, so there was nothing to be quiet about. So it really is a very interesting change uh, in terms of how both women and men are experiencing themselves today. Yeah, I think we all have to listen to all parts of ourselves. Certainly when I was at school, I wasn't taught to feel into my emotions, to listen to my gut, to check out my intuition. I was taught to think things through, Mm -hmm. to use my head. But there's a lot, there's four different parts of ourselves, our mind, our emotions, our spirit, and our body. And our body, if we listen to it, can give us clues to follow because it always is speaking to us. And it can give us clues just when we're thirsty, we um, drink, we know we have to drink, but it can also give us clues about how we're feeling. That ache in our neck might be because we're holding the phone the wrong way, but it might be because we had a stressful conversation that's still needing to be attended to. So it can speak in metaphor as well as reality. So it um, actually serves us well to listen to our body and also to our feelings and also to our spirit, which often talks through intuition as well as to our mind. Now, men, as you say, are good about listening to their mind and, you know, the mental, the thinking. But women have not have to, we each have to, to come to a new balance. One of the things that you say very early in Track Your Truth is that your body is a barometer you can learn to read. So how do I learn to read my body? Well, first of all, paying attention to it and listening to it and being quiet and sensing its sensations where there might be a hurt, where there might be uh, a pain, because if we don't listen, the body has a day of reckoning. The pain will get bigger, and then sometimes it will scream at us, and then we start listening to the body. We can start following the clues of the body much earlier by listening before it has to scream to us. So rather than, again, what, what certainly girls were, girls and children actually were often taught, um, girls, women, and children, um, was to ignore your intuition because that was just silly. Yes. And I feel that's where the new balance has to come in. That was not encouraged 
And so whatever wasn't encouraged is lying in the shadow that we can then follow a clue and try it out. You know, if you use the skills of... I love detective stories. So one of the ideas for this book was to be a detective in your own life to what, as to what works and what doesn't. So you can be a detective to find out what's right for you and not listen just to what other people say is right for you because you do have gut feelings and instincts and certainly I know in having had to go through many changes and many um, decisions and coming from one country to another and then going to India for a spiritual journey, I have had to confront what other people um, tell me I should do uh, and follow that thread of intuition or sense of, well, really, I have an instinct about this and it's important for me to listen to others, but not to discount my own inner clue, my own inner detective. Pooja, we're going to go to a break in just a moment. But when we return, you, you make the point that we need to, first of all, you say that we are rarely fully inside of our bodies. And then you say that what we need to do is to live from the inside out. So when we come back, I'd like to pick up there and, and learn what you mean when you say live from the inside out particularly in a world where so much energy is spent on uh, beautifying, if you will, or changing the outside of who we are. So that's where we'll start. Folks, this is Pamela Brewer. You're listening to Mind Talk, having a conversation with Pooja A.J. Thompson, who is author of Track Your Truth, Discover Your Authentic Self. We'll be right back. As I said, we are truly living in a world where we are really taught on a daily, second-to-second basis almost, that we should pay so much more attention to the outside than the inside. So when you say live from the inside out, what are you talking about? I'm talking about cutting off the importance of all the thoughts and the, all the bombardment from television or from the media or from movies or from a culture that tell us how we should go and how we should be and instead change the focus to inside ourselves. It's a question of awareness. It's moment-to-moment awareness. Now, I think we can learn from some of the indigenous tri- uh, traditions. There are three tribes, one in Australia, one in the Southwest, and one in South Africa. They don't have two separate words for tracking. The only tracking and, tr- and awareness is this, means the same. Uh-huh. But to be aware is to track. To track is to be aware moment to moment. So if we begin to develop that skill of living 
from our inside by a daily awareness and an awareness of what we're feeling, what we're sensing, what we're taking in, we can begin to make choices. We can begin to then honor our energy because we get clues, you know, health and and truth, I my senses are very related and interconnected because when we're authentic, we can build up our energy. And if we track things like, you know, an energy principle like whatever we feed grows larger, whatever we starve will shrink. If we check what we're feeding and or what we're starving, that will give us another clue as to whether we are following through and what we love or what we is important to us, what is real to us. At the end of each of your chapters is a section called Explorations. And, and I was struck by all of them, but, but one in particular struck me um, when you uh, suggested that one look at themselves and ask what exactly do you see when you look at a mirror or a photo? And sometimes what one sees looking in a mirror is actually very different from what they see looking at a photo um, for any number of reasons, which is a whole other conversation. But I also think about the times that I've asked my uh, patients to look at a mirror, and sometimes they really can't. It just feels too painful. Yes, this isn't a necessarily an easy journey because we are having to confront the darker side sometimes, the parts of our past where we haven't lived up to being true to ourselves or the parts of the past where we have been hurt by others and find it painful. We may have been told that we aren't beautiful or we don't have a right to be here so that when we look at the mirror, we see what we've been taught to see, which isn't necessarily the truth of our true being. And we often need help from people like yourselves to, um, to come to an awareness that we aren't who we've been told we are and to face the, the difficult parts of our experience. And celebrate the good parts. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Enjoy the joy of who yes. you are at the same time yes. that you're being aware of just the fullness of who you are. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, because we're all, we're, there is light and dark in each one of us. And so what we feed is a choice and is a way to track that and to continue to make that choice moment to moment in each of our decisions. And, you know, what, what you just said a moment ago in terms of, you know, what you feed is what you grow is so true. Um, and, and it speaks in some ways to the title of the show, which, as you know, is Mind Talk, um, with that odd little spelling that sometimes sends people up a tree. But it really <laughs> is um, the, the notion that what I feed me is what, I live and I experience and I have choices about what I feed me, about me. Yes. 
Yes. And also you can join together with other people who are on the journey. And that support can help all of us. And that's where we build community. And we can let go of friendships or relationships that don't help us on that journey. It's another choice, building community out of our truth. You say that, um, I mean, there's so much in Track Your Truth that I think is so profound, um, simply written, but profoundly powerful. Um, You say your feelings are facts. And how many times particularly have women been taught, well, those are just your feelings. Prove it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like a whole new wave of energy coming with all the women uh, standing for office and all of us through the Me Too movement in other ways finding our voices to confront what hasn't been truthful for women's experience. Do you think that there is a part of the population that's unnerved by women finding their voice? Oh, of course. I don't think men enjoy the fact that they are being questioned when they have been uh, in power. I don't think parents like the time when teenagers go through rebellion. (laughs) It's natural (laughs) not to want to be confronted, but it's part of growth. <laughs> you you talk about losing and regaining mental balance, emotional balance. What do you mean by that? What's the process? Well, we I think let me put it this way that we're usually good at two of the four functions. Uh so we have to bring all of our the body, the mind, the emotions, and the spirit into balance. It's like an orchestra. We play different parts, and we can create music when everybody's in sync. But if somebody is, if one of the musicians is out of order, that can create havoc for the whole. So we have to, so we have to learn to balance what we are uh, listening to and what we are expressing with our mind. Now, women tend to be really tuned into their emotions, but sometimes they can wallow in emotions. And so sometimes there's to be a balance bringing it into a center. Men, on the other hand, are really good at expressing their opinions, but being opinionated, they have to learn to more of the women's way. So it's like each of us has to bring a balance of listening to each part of ourselves because our emotions contribute, our spirit and intuition contributes, and feelings and so on. And so does the mind. We have to actually listen to our mind as well because we can, uh, if we don't listen to it, we can maybe just be wallowing. So it's like a balance to listen, what's my mind saying, what's my emotions, am I getting conflicting messages, how do I work with them if if I do get conflicting messages? You you talk about wallowing. Um, How can one tell if they are actually wallowing in their emotions? I think maybe feedback from friends to begin with. Okay. (laughs) And then a sense if that's all that you do, 
do all the time is listen to your emotions, but don't bring into consideration. If you deny listening to the mind totally and say, okay, you know, I know I'm right because my gut tells me so. If that's all you say without putting it through a process, then you could be wallowing. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. No, continue, please. Um, no, I think, I think that's enough there. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, you, you're allowed. <laughs> One of the things that you um, talk about in uh, explorations at the end of a chapter is uh, to start with exercising your body. Why is that important? For health. If we don't, oh yeah, let's, I love the way that um, Valerie Hunt put it, that anything that's in movement is inherently good. Anything that's stuck is inherently unhealthy and can cause problems. So things that get backed up in your body uh, means that you're not on the move and not creating health. Anything that gets backed up in your emotions, like wallowing in resentment, that's bad for health, and that gets stuck. So whatever you keep moving is really healthy and can help you come to new decisions or enjoy life. Anything that gets stuck can create stale, old patterns. So that's why movement and physical movement, of course, doctors are now telling us that, that if we don't move, if we don't get exercise, that creates physical illness. But the same principle can be applied to emotional well-being or illness and mental stagnation or um, stuckness. So whatever you want to keep moving can be healthy. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. You talk about working with one's shadow side. What do you mean by that? Well, as I mentioned earlier, there's light and dark in each one of us. And things that are painful often get stuck in, we shove them away, like in a basement, and Mm -hmm. we don't want to acknowledge them. We don't want to remember that hurt or that embarrassing experience when we said something that was silly or whatever it is. It can be something trivial like that or something very deep like uh, abuse, um, sexual abuse or, or betrayal. So when we put these things in the dark, they can fester there. And the healing comes from bringing them out into the light, maybe little by little, maybe with the support of someone else. But being able to bring them up to the light enables healing to begin to happen. And that then can help us integrate parts of ourselves that we've maybe rejected. And then we become a more whole person as a result. So, again, what I'm hearing is that starting from within is, while it may be difficult, it may be unusual for some, it is such an incredibly powerful 
experience and sort of opening experience. Pooja, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will continue. Folks, don't go away. You're listening to Mind Talk. you say something that sounds so simple um, but is yet often so difficult you say match what you do with what you say say more about that yeah yeah I think my sense is that we need to walk in our own shoes and we need to live an authentic life so that there's no division between what we're saying and what we're doing. Because so often what we've been told to do by our parents or by teachers maybe doesn't match up with what we see them doing. So if there's a disconnect between speech and action, there's a discomfort, an unevenness, an unsteadiness that doesn't help us to stand firm in our truth. We're sabotaging ourselves. So it's important not to sabotage ourselves and to be true to what we say and to catch ourselves if we find ourselves like gossiping and passing on something that might not be true about someone else. If we have a standard and a belief that it's important to be honest, for example, um, to just uh, one thing. So it's like we have to trust and live our own unique truth through our actions as well as our words. You know, it, it reminds me of the parent who tells their child that it's important to be respectful uh, and and not name call and then turns around and is screeching at his or her partner uh, and being anything but respectful. That's a very confusing lesson for a child to absorb. Absolutely. That just points out, that's a, a fantastic example of exactly what I mean by uh, people pick up actions even if your words say one thing, the people are going to believe the actions, not just the words. The words are suspicious. The words become then suspect. Well, that's not, you know, that's not right. You shouldn't be doing that if you're really being um, respectful. Why are you shouting, you know? So it's like a way of monitoring yourself if you find that your actions and words don't match. Pooja, there's so much more to learn from Track Your Truth. How do people get information about the things that you're doing and the things that you're writing? Well, my website is www.roots, R-O-O-T-S, the letter N, wings.com, rootsnwings.com. Terrific. 
Pooja, thank you so much for spending time with us today and for the work that you're doing. Well, thank you for this opportunity to share with you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And folks, thank you for joining us today on this edition of Mind Talk. It is my pleasure to have you with us as well as we go through the various things that affect our emotional and mental health. Mind Talk is produced daily as an educational public Mind Talk is produced daily as an educational resource and it is not intended to replace any work that you may choose to do with a medical, mental health, or other professional. Mind Talk is produced by Jim Brown and 26 by 2 Communications and is available on demand by going to mindtalk.org. That's M Y N D T A L K dot O R G. And likely is available on many of your favorite platforms as well. And there's also the Mind Talk app, which is available on your Android and uh, iOS phone. Mind Talk comes to you as I said, daily, and we're always interested in hearing your thoughts or questions about this or any other Mind Talk program or any recommendations you may have. So that email address is P-A-M-E-L-A at mindtalk.org. And again, that is M-Y-N-D-T-A-L-K dot O-R-G. And you remember always, if it's unacceptable, then it's unacceptable. Take care. Thank you.